Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Recorded live. All right. Welcome, everybody, to our 2017 April Share Board meeting. And I'm so excited to welcome everybody. Um because it's our first meeting together as a board, and we are really honored that each and every one of you have um, decided to join us. And we're very, also very excited for Sarah because um, this kind of represents an expansion of sorts for us as we're getting kind of to that place in our um, our evolution where we really need a board to help us to grow and to expand um, even further. And so thank you all for being here. And I know that Leah sent a little agenda of the topics um, that we're going to go over and sort of talk about. Um, but I would love, uh, first of all, for each of you to maybe say hello and introduce yourself, because I know that uh, we all know who you are, but some of you haven't met each other um, and may not know um, the background and um, sort of your we, – we chose people that are very special to us and who have really um, helped Sarah in one way or another. And um, so that's kind of why you're here. But um, maybe if each of you could just take um, a, a quick minute and just why don't, introduce why don't we, yourself. Why don't we start? We'll just we'll call them because it'll be easier okay, than people trying to interrupt them. So why don't we start with Mark? Well, hello everybody. I'm Mark Malik. I'm a veterinarian here in Sacramento, California, and I've uh, Kathleen was my first Reiki teacher back in 2012, I think. It's been a while now. Um, I have a, like I said, I have a practice down in Sacramento, and I incorporate acupuncture and Reiki into our daily practice. Um, beyond that, I'm uh, developing my equine uh, practice up in the foothills, and going to be doing uh, integrated medicine up there too. Um, I don't know what else to say other than I'm married to a wonderful woman named Shelley, who's a partner and my and also a Reiki practitioner. Um, a couple of wonderful kids and grandkids, and glad to be here. Yay! Thank you, Mark. Yay! Thanks for being here. <laughs> so, uh, Gail, do you want to go ahead? <laughs> yes, I'd love to. Um, my name's Gail Pope. I'm the president and founder of Bright Haven Animal Sanctuary and hospice in Northern California. Um, I've known Kathleen since 2004, I think it was, when Kathleen joined our, um, our education program and started teaching Reiki at Brighthaven. I'm sorry, hold up. <laughs> sorry, Richard's, um, I thought he needed to speak to me. Okay, um, so since <laughs> 2004, Kathleen has 
gradually grown to become a family member for us. Um, she's been teaching every single month and sometimes more than once a month for, golly, 13, nearly 14 years now. And so Reiki has become an essential part of our healing program at Brighthaven. Um, and the two, the two organizations really sit hand in hand together very, very closely. Um, um, I'm sorry, Richard, I can't, I can't concentrate. <laughs> 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 he keeps walking in and writing me messages, and I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to talk and read. It's, I can't do that. So let me get back and, and be a little bit more precise here. Um, Brighthaven's work is senior animal care and wellness, which has been an amazing journey as we've seen many, many of our seniors come to us with terminal illnesses, turn around and gradually become well and healthy for however long they've had to live. And for some that could be a month and for others it's been 15 years. We, we've just been so, so so very lucky to have been taught by so many wonderful animals. And when Reiki came along and, and joined our healing program, it turned our lives around completely. And it still continues to do so pretty much every single day of my life. I'm not always aware of practicing it or being, being in the moment as much as I should. But it's in times of hospice care and end of life that... I really, really see Reiki as one of the most important parts of my life. I was most excited to be invited to join Sarah's board because it feels like family to me. I know most of you in one way or another. And I just feel like we're, we're creating an extension to the Sarah family, but we all, have, we all have gifts and we all have the passion of Reiki to bring the table here and and hopefully be able to take Sarah to to the next level and I'm just humbled and proud to have been invited to join you thank you oh and I would also like to just quickly say that um Leah joined the Brighthaven family before <laughs> Sarah was formed and the discussion about forming Sarah as an organization kind of was held over a cup of tea and a break in, in a Reiki class, and it grew to become a passion. And I'm just so, so so immensely proud to know both Kathleen and Leah and the work that has been done to bring us all to where we are today. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you, Gail. Thank you, Mark. So um, why don't we go to Anne next? Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Anne Noyce. I live in Wisconsin. Um, near where the Green Bay Packers are, so that's what you have to, you have to hear all about them when you live here. Um, you can't escape it. Um, sometimes it gets really old. But, um, but um, I joined Sarah. I was trying to think when I joined, but I think it was around 2010. Um, but prior to that, I think I, I met Kathleen in like around 2007, um, I started Reiki learning the Western approach and um, didn't get it um, at all. And um, one day I opened a, a magazine and um, there was Kathleen's um, ad in there. And a couple of days later I called her and, you know, here, here I am. Um, 
later, but I mean, Kathleen has totally changed my my Reiki journey and the direction of it and with animals. And um, I just, I'm forever grateful for that. Um, but Sarah, when I joined Sarah, um, you know, I think I learned, um, it was amazing how much I learned just, you know, starting to teach and looking at the manuals. And I remember talking, saying, Hey, I don't get this. I didn't learn this, you know, and just, reading through the manuals and working with it um, until I could actually take a class, um, you know, a, a, you know, an actual class um, with Kathleen and then with Franz. So, um, but I just firmly believe um, the approach that Kathleen teaches. It just, the, the light bulb went on when I finally, finally learned that. Um, and I've seen so much happen with the animals. It's just absolutely amazing to me. Um, and, you know, I've probably struggled a little bit here in Wisconsin to get something really going. Um, the good news is I have a lot of interest. Um, I have a number of organizations that are that are interested, and um, I'm looking forward to some changes happening here in the next year or so um, that will allow me to focus more on this, this work because um, I think um, – I think that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I've worked most of my my life in business, um, in big corporations. Um, I currently work at Kimberly Clark, and um, I'm hoping that'll change here shortly. Um, the other thing we, my husband and I, we also run a, a pet bakery, so we make dog treats and we have pet treats and the like. Um, so. Um, we're just very involved with the animals and look forward to doing more. And um, I am really grateful. I was really surprised when you when you invited me to be part of the board, um, but I'm very grateful for it. And so thank you. And I look forward to working with everyone. Thanks so much, thank Anne. Um, why don't we go next to uh, Karen? Hi, uh, I'm Karen O'Sullivan. I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I am just super excited about being um, asked to be a part of Sarah's board. I um, I am a retired RN. I worked in the medical field for about 20 years, and I retired in 2001. I have always loved animals, and I first met Kathleen uh, via correspondence back in 2009, and I was really looking at ways to work with animals once I retired, whether it was um, uh, animal behavior and, and all of these different things. But once I met Kathleen, and ultimately in my level one year, I did correspondence courses at Blue Brighthaven, which was my first opportunity to meet Kathleen, and um, I I was just intrigued and knew that this was my, going to be some work that I really wanted to do. And then, oh, my gosh, there's just so much to tell, but I want to keep it short. Leah uh, and Kathleen and I have each other through many Reiki retreats, uh, probably four or five of those. Uh, Franz is also my teacher and um, mentor, and I've been to their retreat and just so much going um, 
So I uh, am Sarah Kinsler. And right here in Oklahoma, one of my biggest challenges has been to continue to, to keep people engaged and form a team, uh, a Sarah team. So to that end, I'm I have going to have going down. Uh, and I'm super excited about that through a lot of hard work and diligence. And, um, last but not least, I really took the plunge here this year and I started my own business. It's a new little fledging business called Animal Reiki of Tulsa. So between that and my work with Sarah, all of these are really looking forward to being um, a part of this board and just being a part of this amazing privilege that we have to help lots and lots of animals and also benefit healing with people. Thanks, Karen. So, Thank Kelly, you. do you want to um, talk next? Did you say me? This is Kelly. Yes, Miss Kelly. Okay. I, I couldn't hear you from out there. Um, I'm Kelly McDermott Burns, and um, owner of Heart Song Reiki and Heart Song for Animals. And I started out in Western Reiki also in 2004 and um, really wanted to work with animals and just happened to Google Animal Reiki and Kathleen's book had not been released yet. <laughs> and, uh, so I signed up to uh, get my copy from Amazon as soon as it came out. And uh, that was the beginning of my Animal Reiki um, journey, and I uh, I wound up going out to Bright Haven in 2008, and um, heard about the you know to Kathleen's class, and heard about the different ways of practice that I wasn't familiar with because I had studied Western Reiki, and um, um, at that time actually was when Kathleen was talking about starting Sarah, and I was happy to be part of that. I really feel strongly about working with animals in the shelter situation and hospice situation. Um, I have my background of, with Reiki with people is hospice, um, hospice Reiki volunteer and I've started a couple of Reiki programs in our local hospitals. Um, I do a lot of um, speaking about Reiki to people uh, in different groups and teach uh, nurses at the hospital as, as well as volunteers in hospice. Um, so when I wound up um, uh, joining Sarah, my focus was really to, um, from Vermont, and it's a small state, so I was hoping that we could really um, get a lot of, I, I have the ability to move around to a lot of different shelters fairly easily and have been working on getting our shelters to, to become Sarah members and have been teaching quite a bit in um, shelters in Vermont and um, some in Massachusetts and New York. Um, and uh, I just had a class on Monday, as a matter of fact, so that was that was really nice, and I have another one coming up next week at another shelter. So it's starting to get out there, and I'm getting more um, interest from the shelters of, you know, um, wanting to get Reiki in. They're really seeing a difference in the animals, and I've been a volunteer at Rutland County Humane Society since I went to Brighthaven in 2008, so um, I've been teaching there pretty regularly as well. And... Um, I'm, I've got a, I'm really excited. I'm going to have uh, speaking uh, 15 minutes of speaking time at the uh, Vermont Humane Federation, which is um, a representative from all our shelters in Vermont. 
um, in June. So I'm excited about that. And um, so I see a lot happening, at least in our area, and I'm feeling really fortunate that I'm in a, in a place that's uh, really open to what we're doing because it just makes such a difference for the animals. And then I went with Allison to India um, to represent Sarah and um, in the fall, and we visited um, Tolfa, one of our, our shelters, and spoke to people at Animal Aid and Wildlife SOS, and um, it was a really successful trip. So I'm grateful to be part of this, and I'm grateful to be invited to be a board member. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. So um, I don't think Allison has her uh, voice. No, she doesn't. So um, um, and maybe I type anything. So I'm going to just um, say a couple things about her and... Um, Oh, wait, she's and typing something, Kathleen. Is she typing? She's typing something. Yeah. <laughs> so while she's typing, I'll go ahead and, and say something. So thank you so much. Everyone knows me, except for Mark. I, you and I haven't met in person, so I'm looking forward to that um, very soon. But you all know me I, <laughs> as, as Kathleen's partner, and I'm so excited to have all of you um, here, and I know Kathleen is too, as board members, because we're finding that we're finally getting Sarah into a place where maybe we can break this glass ceiling um, and get through to some different people, different areas, and kind of make this a little more mainstream. I've noticed that even when I go out and people find out what I do, it's, it's a lot more accepted. And I think a lot of that has to do with the language that we're using, that Kathleen and I made a conscious um, decision that we're going to start talking more meditation than Reiki, since Reiki is such, as I like to say, a bastardized word. It means so many different things to so many different people, but meditation really is what we do. And I'm very excited to have all of you with all of your knowledge and your skills joining us. And I think that we're going to be able to have a really wonderful board with all the different um, things that all of you are doing. You know, we have Kelly on East Coast. We have Allison across the ocean in Europe and also going into Egypt and um, India. And then we have Gail with all of her hospice knowledge. We have Karen with all of her knowledge just on medical things and just coming to us from Oklahoma, which is great. And then we have Anne in Wisconsin. And Anne's been, I think Anne joined soon after Kelly. So they both have been with us for a really long time. And I know that Anne's been, um, you know, also just with her work, with her own private business, too. She reaches so many people. So I'm hoping that with this board, we can really find ways not only to help Sarah, but to help each one of us really get the word out and help spread it and help support Kathleen, because I don't know that if all of you have noticed that Kathleen's kind of changed, too, like how she's getting out. And we're really finding that um, it's kind of happening fast, these changes that we're making. And I always tell everybody, the more we can make Kathleen popular, the more we can make Sarah and each other popular. And I think it really starts with us kind of helping support her because, as you can tell from all the introductions, Kathleen is our common denominator here. She's the one that's been teaching this for years. She's the one that's really set the road for us to go down. And then she's also the one that's bringing us all together and that forms Sarah. So I just want to thank you all for being a part of this. And, of course, thank Kathleen for creating this for all of us, too. It's I can't even believe next year is our 10-year anniversary, and it's been amazing what we've been able to accomplish, but I know that we can accomplish even more with the help of all of you. So now I'll give it over to Kathleen to talk about Allison. She didn't write that much, though, 
Did she? I, I don't see. I don't see anything. Did she write anything? She, she said, "Hi everyone. Thank you so much for asking me to become a board member. I, although I am bad with technical stuff, Kathleen's techniques have changed the way that I work as a practitioner, and it's my pleasure to introduce those methods as to as many people and shelters." And then she says, "I'm still here." So, do you want to talk a little bit about her work in India and Egypt, Kathleen? Um, sure. I just wanted to um, to add to that, and I don't know why I can't see her chat. So I'm glad you read that. I don't know. I'm not seeing it on my screen. That's weird. But anyway, <laughs> so um, Allison McKinnon um, is the owner of Animal Reiki Scotland, and so she teaches Reiki in Scotland and works with um, different animal organizations um, in Scotland. Um, but uh, the other exciting part about um, Allison's work is that she has spearheaded a program to bring Sarah and Reiki into India and into Egypt. And those of you who um, have uh, my newsletter or the Sarah newsletter, read those. You've seen um, Pulsa, Tree of Life for Animals in Rajasthan, and um, we always try to feature the work that Allison does there. And also she brought Kelly there this past trip, and so they were able to go to Pulsa and also Wildlife SOS and share Reiki with bears and elephants as well as um, the dogs and other street animals. Um, and uh, she also spoke at our 2015 Sarah retreat that we did at Rotten Lane um, to speak about her work in branching out. And I'm, I'm really excited to have Allison um, part of our board as well because she brings the international presence to our board. Mm -hmm because everybody else is in the United States, and um, I know that the United States really is the center of Sarah and my work, because that's, except for teaching in Remus, um, every second year I go to England to teach at Remus, but other than that, I normally, and once I did teach in Australia, but normally all of my teaching happens in the United States, and that's my center, but because Sarah is so unique and so special, and the work that we do is so um, different than any other Reiki or animal Reiki that you will see in the world. Um, and because our responses are so much better, um, so much, um, you know, you, you, can't, you can't get the responses with the animals, um, you know, with a direct approach, the way that we work with people. It's such a very different approach with animals. Um, and so I'm really excited to, to have Allison because I really see it as, um, you know, our work is unique in the world. Um, nobody else is doing what we're doing, and so it really has to spread beyond our borders and into other countries. And so um, for me, Allison really um, brings that expertise of knowing how to go into different countries um, and bring this message, and, and also find a way to support those organizations. I don't know how she does it, but she, she's amazing that she can, you know, um, really bring that um, that passion and that, that excitement um, to places that are, you know, you know, these shelters in Egypt and India face a lot of different issues um, than we do here because they're third world countries and they don't have the funding and the laws to protect the animals that we have here. So it takes a lot of courage and a lot of ground to the work she does um, as well. So I'm really excited to have Allison. Uh, I'm also really excited to have each and every one of you. And Leah and I really talked about our Sarah membership and a lot of different members in our organization. 
over probably a period of weeks, wouldn't you say, Leah, we talked about who we wanted to invite. And, um, oh, yeah, all, definitely. All of, all of you that are here today, um, thank you all for saying yes. <laughs> um, but you've all been, you're all very, very special to us. We admire each of you um, and your, your work for Sarah, but also in your own life, the work that you do professionally or with the animals or in a volunteer capacity, you all do something really different and really special um, and that we admire. Um, so thank you all for, for being, being here today because um, I think I'm excited to have all of your, um, your opinions and expertise and different points of view to help Sarah to go even wider and go to the next level. So thank you all for that. So um, should we go to the next um, subject, Kathleen, and talk kind of like an overview of what we've been doing? And um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want to leave that part or do you want me to start and you can fill in? Yeah, no, you can start and I'll just fill okay. in for you. Okay. So um, pretty much all of you have been with Sarah for quite a while, so you sort of know um, what we've been doing in general. Um, but I wanted to kind of give you an overview of like the current state of Sarah because I feel that we've really been changing over the last six months even, um, definitely over the last year, but even the last three to six months, that it feels that things have been going more quickly. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, so one of the things that really helped us was our new website. And so if you have not um, visited that, um, I invite you to go and take a look and read it over because, you know, it's hard for us because Leah and I do everything. We do have some volunteers that help us here and there, but um, mostly it all comes from us. It's always been, that's one of our struggles to grow is that we have to find the time to do it all ourselves. <laughs> so, so it's just some time for us to, to think about the languaging that we're using. And over the years, over the past 10 years, the languaging that we use to describe Sarah and what the work that we do um, has evolved. And it's evolved due to our own in world, working with people and especially working with shelters and sanctuaries and the staff and volunteers in these places. Because many of those people are not coming from a necessarily um, a very open place. I guess you could say. And so we need to um, kind of think about the way that we talk about what we do so that the doors are open to us rather than closed. <laughs> and the word Reiki is kind of a supercharged word in some areas because people have diff very different views about what that means and also very, um, I guess you could say, uh, either good or bad views about what that means. <laughs> and so we've really worked to move towards the word meditation and meditating with animals. And so that, you can see that if you read our website over the way that we talk about what it is we do. And also that really sets us apart from any other animal Reiki school or animal Reiki organization, the ones that exist, is that they are not meditation-based and that's what makes Sarah unique and that's also what makes our responses better and makes it so that we can go into really any situation, no matter how sensitive the animals are, because we use this unique approach. So take a look at our website. Um, hold on a second. Are, are you guys hearing all that? Somebody's got a really 
line and see if I can figure it's a really out. really difficult line. I'm struggling to hear. Yeah. Um, let me see. Not that. Let me see this one. No. Let me see if it's this one. Oh, yes. It was it was the Northeast California. I hope that wasn't Leah. Was that you, Leah? I don't. Can you hear me? No, no, I can hear you. Okay, it was uh, California line. I just um, that was really loud. So oh, it might have been Mark. It might have been Mark's line. Maybe Mark. Okay, sorry about that, Mark. I can. I'll unmute you once. I just figured while I was talking that um, it would make it easier, and then we'll unmute. Okay, so. Um, so please check out our website and see um, kind of the language and what it is that we're we're working with um, there to just to, to kind of help you to see how much we've grown and um, the direction that that we've been moving. Um, the the other part that has been really growing and changing is um, the membership part because we've been growing. Um, we have two ways of people to join. One is for well, actually three ways. Any student that takes a level one or level two class um, from any Sarah teacher is invited to join. And also anyone who takes my correspondence class is invited to join. And also anyone who takes Leah's Animal Reiki for Reiki Practitioner teleclass. So you can either study in person with a Sarah teacher or you can study through teleclass or correspondence with me or Leah to be invited as a practitioner. So um, the advantage of that is we can get more people to, to join Sarah, we can come bigger, but the challenge is to keep um, with our vision while also growing at the same time. And that's been um, a bit of a challenge. Those of you who have gone to the last two meetings um, and have listened to some of the changes and um, clarifications we've had to make on our rules, um, we'll see. Um, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> A bit of a challenge. So for me personally, um, I I see Sarah's vision has remained constant, but the way that we um, talk about what it is we're doing and the way that we get it into the world is constantly evolving, which I think is a good thing because we always want to stay fresh and stay current and stay relevant to the communities that we serve. Um, and also the educational aspect is something that has evolved because in the beginning I didn't really um, – have classes for practitioners to teach, but now we do have uh, an introduction, some some introduction classes, um, uh, uh, and a caregiver, like compassion fatigue class, and the five powerful meditations class for practitioners to teach. So allowing practitioners to teach is something that I feel strongly about because I think we're all of our members are educators, and and I want to teach. And so, well, I want to support each of our practitioners to be educators in their own way. But in the modern world, with all of technology, um, we need to keep Sarah um, based in on-site, in-person teachings. But that really needs to be our core and our center, is that we have people on the ground in these facilities creating relationships and going back and supporting their students, um, you know, uh, in person. So, um, so that's been a challenge, I guess, um, for me to see as Sarah grows is how to kind of stay true to that vision um, while also with everything, all the technology that's happening and the way that people communicate with each other through teleclasses and um, that type of thing. 
um, to keep that real in the world base of our of Sarah as we grow. Um, so I guess anything else we should say about our organization and our membership, Mia? No, and just um, we'll go over what we use our membership fees were, but um, I think that that's also what we're going to look to the board for is just kind of to look at what we're offering. My biggest fear is that, I mean, it's not really a fear because we've, we've kind of battled this, but Kathleen creates all of this material, and then we get this out to our members. Um, there has been situations where people have taken that information and used it for their own businesses without giving Kathleen any credit. And I think that that's my biggest concern is that as we, we want to create more material for our, our practitioners, our members, you know, our teachers, but at the same time, we also don't want to be bleeding Kathleen dry of all of her, you know, proprietary information and then having people going out and using it. Luckily, nobody can really do what Kathleen's doing, but at the same time, that's, that's some of the issues that have come up for us is copyright issues, um, people taking our classes and teaching them on Udemy or uh, teaching them in their community as a telecourse and not having that permission. So I think that that's something that we're going to be looking to all of you to kind of help us with and try to navigate this. Um, and then, of course, just reviewing our materials, making sure that there's not something more that we could be doing, or maybe we need to start charging, you know, in order to create income for Sarah. Because right now, all we're doing is the membership fees is basically how we survive. We don't really get any donations. And so I guess that kind of segues us into our next thing, which is fundraising, which I'll let Kathleen talk a little bit about yeah. what we've done. So, so, so pretty much our, our fundraisers have been um, T-shirt fundraisers. And the reason why we've chosen that is because it's really easy and it has a central uh, way for everybody to connect no matter where you live. Um, all over, you can take part and you can share that. Um, and it has required minimal guidance from us. <laughs> we can kind of put it, we can make the campaign and kind of put it out there and kind of let it do its thing and let all of our members, you know, um, share it and be a part of it. Um, so and fundraising is definitely not my strong point, um, and I'm hoping that maybe some of you will have um, ideas um, to help us as we go forward. You know, what are some ways that we can do some exciting fundraising um, for Sarah, just because we are so unique and nobody else in the world does what we do. I mean, it is it is pretty awesome. How do we like translate that into a fundraising campaign that will um, get more support, and especially from the Reiki world, because there are a lot of Reiki practitioners, and and there are not a lot of exciting community-based Reiki nonprofits out there. There are some. Uh, most of the ones that I've seen are human-based, and they're more like a, in a city. Like you might have like a, a Reiki um, thing for, um, you know, um, troubled kids or something in a certain city, or you might have a Reiki for hospice um, volunteer program in a certain city. But um, the only really Reiki associations that I know of are, are more like membership associations um, that are um, – you know, more than one country involved. I don't know if any of you know any any others that I'm not thinking of, but I, I don't know of any animal Reiki nonprofits at all. 
much less an international um, animal Reiki organization like we are, and definitely none that just target um, shelters, sanctuary, rescued animals. So all of those are causes that I think any Reiki practitioner would be excited about, you would think. Um, so I think that for me would be a great way for us to reach out to the Reiki community to for them to know what we're doing and to get more support from the Reiki community at large because as it is right now, we depend on our members to do everything. But I believe there's a much bigger community um, that we could tap into there and even beyond the Reiki community but spiritually, you know, minded animal lovers, I think, too. So, But I just am not sure about how to reach out, but I think our status as a nonprofit should give us some, we should we should have, it should be a good thing, right? Um, we should have right. to be able to get our foot in the door here or there because we are a nonprofit, I would think. Um, so that's one of the things that I would love for all of you to be helping us with is um, ideas for how to raise money. And, uh, and then, you know, also like, projects that that we should be doing to expand because in my mind I'm always thinking of the educational aspect because I'm a teacher and that's what I do but there may be other things that we can do um, to expand Sarah other projects that we can be doing that we can be fundraising for Um, and we also do some teacher stipends um, as well we have that spent that money maybe we'll this uh, we're segueing into the financial stuff so maybe I'll give it over to you, um, Leah, and you can maybe talk about um, what, how we spend our money and, um, you know, as far as the projects and, and things. And then um, that can also be connected to our fundraising is how we can expand what it is we're doing as well and then how ideas for fundraising for those projects. Um, thanks, Kathleen. So, so Sarah basically just exists on its membership fees. So for teachers, a brand new teacher, a membership fee is $200. A practitioner is $75. And the renewal fee is $50 for practitioners and $150 for teachers. We recently updated all our materials. And I don't want to have to go through everything because we're getting short on time. But we do offer our teachers and practitioners a lot of materials. And Anne and um, Karen and Kelly can, and Allison can kind of attest to that. So we're trying to figure out, one, in order to generate more income, since that is our only source of income, is do we raise our fees? And we don't want to make it so expensive that someone can't afford to join us. Um, Maybe we could do a sliding scale. So that's something that we're going to ask our board to kind of review. And then the other thing that every once in a while we will get money from, um, like William Rand made a very generous donation to us last year. at, when we very first started, we had a couple really nice donations for people. Karen O'Sullivan has made a huge donation to us in the past, um, as has Kelly. And then we do get donations from people's classes. If they don't teach a class at a shelter, then they will donate back to Sarah, although that's pretty infrequent. So again, and then we do the t-shirt fundraisers. And those t-shirt fundraisers, I think we have done four total, and we've generated a probably close to $10,000, which was great in two years. That's a fantastic amount of money. And then we did our retreat, which generated some money for us, um, not a whole lot. 
And that was another thing. We were hoping to be able to do a retreat again and generate funds, but unfortunately we just haven't had the interest this year um, or even last year. And so I'm not sure if it's the location or if it's the cost, but we really, when we broke it down, it's just really hard to do it for anything cheaper since the place costs so much money and it is a very nice place. But anyway, so those are our ways of getting money. We have never had a grant writer. Um, we're really not even sure how to go about that. And if any of you have experience with that, we would love to hear about that. Um, another thing that we were thinking that might be able to generate money for us is just, um, well, oh God, I'm totally losing my chain of thought. It's just kind of doing more maybe teaching programs or maybe if Kathleen does webinars, that was something that she was going to do is donate back to us. Um, but again, I hate to put the pressure on Kathleen because she does so much. She doesn't get paid for anything for doing Sarah. Um, one of the things that our money goes towards is the expenses that we have are, so all the money that comes in, the expenses that we use are like, um, we do the teacher stipends. We try to give our teachers that are going out and teaching, um, cover their travel costs if we can, or give them a $500 stipend. We also um, spend money on travel. There are times when we do kind of a, a special Sarah level three class that Kathleen teaches, and that's when we go to CARE and we go to Remus. And then so Sarah will help pay for mine and Kathleen's expenses so that we can go. We try to recruit people to come and join Sarah. And that's probably debatable on whether or not we get enough um, teachers joining us. I think at CARE we do, at Remus. We don't, so that's something we need to think about and work on is how do we get more European people to join us. We have a lot of people in the United States who are members, but we really need to get more members in Europe and Australia and abroad. Um, even our Canadian members, we only have a couple. So then another thing we spend money is, on is our website. Um, we're lucky enough to have people who give us kind of a reduced rate, so we spend money um, on website maintenance, on our, um, well, actually, I don't even think we, the membership maintenance, the site member, it's not as much, but the website itself is um, a, kind of a steady fee. And then our accountant, we just hired an accountant last year because we made um, more than just what the 990 form is. So we have an accountant now, and he's about $1,500 a year. So it's a pretty small fee. And then other than that, I'm, we really don't have a whole lot of expenses. We try to use our money to go back out into the community. Um, during Animal Reiki Day, we did buy postcards for people and send them to them. Um, Sarah tries to give materials. We used to we send our brochures to people. We used to send our postcards to people. Um, so there are things that we try to offer to our members that are also that, you know, Sarah gives back. But right now we're blessed enough that our membership fees keep us going, but in order to do that next level, which ideally we'd love to hire an admin person to help us with all these administration things so that Kathleen and I could focus more on the content and getting the word out. Um, we, we both are having in our personal business um, better luck with social media, and I pay for it, and I know Kathleen pays for it. It would be really great if we could pay someone to do the social media for Sarah because as we go into this new millennial age, really social media is what gets your name out there. It's what gets your presence out there. And it's really what's lacking in Sarah. So I think that that's pretty much all our finances, just in a general view. And of course, if you want, I think as we go forward with a board, we will, of course, be transparent with all of our expenses and all of our income. 
And so I think that when we close this meeting tonight, we should talk a little bit about what you need to help us kind of make these decisions and what you need in order to kind of make educated um, advice to, to us. So I'll give this back to Kathleen now. Great. Well, um, do you think we should, should we open it up to everybody um, for just thoughts, um, uh, comments? Um, yeah, I think we covered everything. Um, I just want to look at that uh, agenda really fast. Yeah, our finances. And yeah, yep, let's just do our discussion. Ray, our okay, so strategic I'm gonna, direction. I'm going to unmute Mark, even though it's a little bit loud, his, um, his line, just so that he can talk there. And um, Vermont, I see, is muted, but you may have self-muted yourself, Kelly, maybe. So I'm going to unmute Kelly as well. And you can always mute yourself with star six if you want to mute self-mute yourself. But, um, any comments, questions, anything? This is Kelly. Hi. Yeah. Kathleen, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Um, I just uh, wanted to remind everybody that um, one, of, one of the things I did before I went to India was have a um, animal Reiki play day, and I do it at this alpaca farm where I t do a lot of teaching. It's not a, a rescue, but um, the students just love coming back there, and they love to, you know, just have that one day. It's not expensive. I think it was like $100 for the day, and it's like a five-hour just practices and that sort of thing, and it gives everybody a chance to get back into it if they've gotten away from it, but it's an easy fundraiser, and um, so, you know, something that people could think about as a way to um, to raise some money for Sarah. Oh, that's a great suggestion. We could offer that to our um, members. And maybe, Kelly, what you could do for us is maybe you could just, like, create a little outline of maybe meditations they can do on these Reiki play days. Because I, I would foresee, and, and Kathleen, please jump in on this, that our teachers might feel a little intimidated, like, oh, how do I structure a Reiki play day? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wouldn't know. Maybe I don't know enough meditations. But we all know that there's, even in the level one, you have all the meditations you need for a Reiki play day. Yeah, I can put that together. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that. And it can be a fundraiser for the organization, but it could also be a fundraiser for Sarah. You know, it could be like mm -hmm. a, a double, a double way. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Can I, can I interject? Can you hear me? Yes. Hey, Mark. Oh, okay. Hey. So, you know, in listening to everything that was said, well, first of all, let me say that I'm I'm going to have to leave in about five minutes or so. I'm getting to work, but and sorry if my uh, connection is loud in the car, but no, no, what, what I'm bad. hearing, what I'm hearing is really, you know, an organization that's growing, and we're and we're and and it's a wonderful organization, and it needs to grow. But I think, you know, you have to be treated like a business, right? You know, mm -hmm. and 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 you have to establish your goals, your objectives, etc. So laying that down, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? You know, what are we? What are we doing, and where where do we intend to be? We need to have horizons, you know, in terms of a one year, five year, ten year. You know, this is mm -hmm. something that's going to be going on in perpetuity. So, um, you know, and, and we're not going to be around forever, and and it's going to exist forever. So, I think it needs to be dealt with that way and have that sort of uh, importance put to it. I think as far as you know, raising money, of course, you need to know what our what's our budget. What do we what do we need the money for? What are we going to mm -hmm. do with it? Uh, I think to grow, 
you know, you're going to have to be advertising. You're going to have to be spreading the word. And, of course, you have a network, a wonderful network, and social media exactly is what you need to use. Um, so that's something that needs to be focused upon, uh, how that word gets out and utilizing the, you know, the soldiers that you already have to, to get out there and spread that word. I think, you know, fundraising, you know, we tend to focus on events or, um, you know, uh, special days or stuff like that. I think that's great, but I think the social media and a little button that says, hey, do you want to donate with PayPal? Uh-huh, yeah. Huge. Right. You know, people go fund me for everything, you know. So this is a, a worthy cause, a big, you know, it's a big organization, um, you know, with a lot of connections. So if there's a little button everywhere, you know, even small amounts of donations are going to garner a large amount of income. So it's just a matter of organizing that, how that can be done, you know, and getting ideas for it. I think a brainstorming session is great. Um, I think that, you know, I think everyone can sit, you know, can sit down and, and think about a lot of different ways that we can contribute or can get, you know, this fundraising up and going and then sending in emails or, you know, private communications or whatnot. I don't want to grandstand and take all the time, but, you know, I just, uh, I see what, what my impression is is that, Establishing some structure to this to this growth, um, mm-hmm. so that everyone's on the same page and can contribute to their projections of what they'd like to see. But most specifically, getting getting specifics on how much, you know, where we're going, and you know how we're going to get there. That will all fall into place as as we as we uh, define that. That's that's great, and I'm glad you said that, Mark, because that's exactly, I mean, that's why we're ha- we have this board, because Kathleen and I really need, like, clearer direction, because we're so used to putting out fires or dealing with things as they come up immediately. <laughs> it's very hard for us to, like, what? sit back and go, oh, okay, so where are we going to go? Mm-hmm. And and that's really valid points, and that kind of, I know you have to go, so I wanted to say this really quickly, that um, it brings up something that we were hoping that to have kind of a um, a board group retreat where we can talk about kind of create our business plan and and going forward, like you said, one year, five year, ten years down the road. I don't know how all of you feel about if you would be available for a retreat to get away. Um, when were we thinking about this, Kathleen? It was next spring. And yeah. We would go to we would go to Casadero, the same place where we had the Sarah retreat. It would be all expenses paid, so your lodging, your um, your food, everything's paid because we have this deposit that Sarah can't use. Um, it's about four thousand dollars, and they won't let us. They won't re- refund it to us. They said we have to have another retreat, and since we've had such bad luck, or you know nobody's really interested, we thought, okay, well we should take this money and use it for a board retreat. So if you all can all think about that. Um, for next year. And then in the meantime, I think that Kathleen and I will get together and we will create that mark and then kind of put it out to all of you for your comments. Since we're only going to do these meetings quarterly, um, it is going to, an hour is going to go really fast. So we'll have to try and keep things really um, quick and, um, and get the most out of them. But I think that if we could do our homework outside of yes. this meeting, that would be great. And Kathleen and I will start that and send to you all um, things for your for your comments, if that's okay. Um, what do you think of that, Mark? I think it's wonderful. I, I have to get going, but I just want to say, you know, Kathleen, thank you for everything that you do. Uh, Leah, I look forward to meeting you and everybody on the board. You're all wonderful people, I can tell. And <laughs> we love 
I love animals and I love Reiki and I love people and I'm just very blessed to be part of this group and look forward to contributing and um, I'll talk to you all later. Okay, well, thanks so much, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Bye-bye. Can I jump in? It's Gail. Yes. Um, I, I just wanted to say I think Mark spoke absolutely brilliantly. I think he he really nailed it. I'm just going to read to you some of the notes that I wrote down. Um, and I think brainstorming, we know that brainstorming works. So to get everyone together and do some brainstorming, I think mm-hmm. that would be absolutely the way to go. However, next year is a long way away. So I think we might want right. to talk about something more simple a little sooner, even if it is on one of these discussions, because I think that would be able to just chat about something brings out someone. Anyway, I wrote down pretty much what Mark wrote down. I wrote down goals, objectives, structure. Is there a business mm-hmm. plan? We need to develop a business plan? What about investment? If we develop programs, then we seek investment. That's one thought to go for the future. Grants. Grants, we know there are grants out there for small businesses, especially nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um Lots and lots of volunteers already, members for Sarah, send out an email and encourage people that are interested in grant writing to step forward and start exploring possibilities. And then I wrote down social media development, which we all know is the way to go. Developing worldwide, a worldwide, like making Sarah the club that everybody who understands what Animal Reiki is, they want to belong to it. So again, social media, spreading it globally has to be the way to go. Developing programs. I think if you if you have programs, you have the carrots to entice people to want to join because of. So just developing some more programs. I don't know what they are, obviously, straight off the top of my head, but I think we have to develop the carrots that make the people want to come in and particularly to develop a business plan that is sound and sensible, as Mark said, for like five years, ten years, where are we taking this and how? And that once you develop the structure, you can attract investment. There's no reason. Sarah is completely unique. There has to be an investor out there who would go, oh, my God, I really see the potential for this. Look at the way it's grown, great structure, the good business plan. I'm going to put some money into this. Can I, I'd like to segue on really quickly to what Gail said. Um, I think that if each and every one of us as board members has these areas that we have interest in, let's say like I just, I'm going to make this up. I say, you know what, I feel really strongly about being able to help with fundraising ideas and grant writing. So it's kind of like each board member, if, if Kathleen and Lee or I could come up with this list, of all of these areas, grant writing, social media, fundraising, and then send that out to us um, after this meeting, and then each board member takes the responsibility and says, hey, that is a gift and a skill that I like, and to either, and then just see where we are, because it really starts with us as a foundation, as a board, to be the ones to, to start this, to actually go, well, here in Tulsa, I could do this and this rather than throwing it straight out to all Sarah members initially. I think right. we can yeah. start in with the board, what are each of our gifts and talents, and then um, 
then make us more responsible for doing this and taking some of the load off of Leah and Kathleen. But you guys well, yeah, build a foundation. That would be a great thing because then that would lead us to having committees and then we could have each board member right. head a committee right. of our members. Right. And that also gives you guys um, ownership in Sarah that you can help the direction, like part, partly, I mean, that's why we brought, I mean, Leah and I could just try to do everything, the two of us, but that's part of why we brought you in is to right. help shape, shape the direction of where we're going, um, is it, that it can come from you. So hopefully that's exciting to each of you guys to, to, to think about um, that, you know, what, what skills and interests you bring to bear and how that can actually shape our future. Yeah. Um, this is Anne. Can I jump in? Yes. Um, I um, I totally am aligned with what everyone has said. Um, another thought that I had was um, about thinking about creating a bigger local presence. Um, and I don't exactly know how it would play out, but... Um, you know, when I go out, I mean, people, you know, you talk about Sarah and when you're teaching, I don't know, it, it gets lost a little bit maybe as you're, you know, going through the classes and, and whatnot. And, you know, what I'm thinking is if there's a way you could have like a little local chapters or I don't know what it would look like, but something to create more excitement amongst the the, in the local areas, because I think a lot of people, especially if we're trying to, you know, create relationships in our communities with our shelters and, um, you know, maybe there's a way to create some more local excitement um, somehow. And then I think people may want to join and donate and, you know, just be more involved if it's something in their community, because a lot of these these groups, you know, they're very very into their own fundraising um, for their for their organizations, and um, you know if we could somehow just create something that everyone felt part of, and I think that it might be easier if it was local. So there might be something there we could think through. Um, That's a great idea. Thanks, Dan. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then maybe we could start with us. You know, to to try to try to do that. Because um, I, I, that's what I find. It's it's really hard to keep the interest of people, and I'm always amazed, you know, how people go to Franz's classes 20 different times, you know, and they gain something new every time they go. And and you know, people around here, it's hard to get them to get them to come back a, again, you know. So if we can create some reasons why and show the benefits, and you know for the shelters mm -hmm. and brought for the people and, and everybody um, to, and you know, just that goes back to the structure that Mark was talking about is to create right. a structure and a plan for growth. And then that could, that could start it at the yep. level with the plan to expand and to grow. And, and like um, what Gail said about carrots, you know, having those carrots to get people to want to join. There's, things that you can, you know, benefits to be gained by joining, and these are the benefits at this level and that level. And so I well, think Well, and that's I think that that's, I think that's what we need to define. Like, we need yeah. to ask ourselves, what are the benefits? Like, wh why would somebody want to join Sarah mm -hmm. or want to be a part? Right. Yep. We have yep. to really, like, 
define Mm -hmm. those and verbalize them and then get that language out in flyers in our classes so that we can empower our teachers and our practitioners to then go out and talk about it. Um, I think that that's really what's lacking is a lot of people, they don't have, even though we offer a lot of tools, we don't really give them the way to advertise their classes um, effectively. And I think that that's something that I would love for the board to help with is how do we word these classes so Uh that we reach a really broad audience, not just Uh because the way we talk about it now is the way we all understand it, you know, because we're already doing this. But we need to speak in a language that is going to reach further than just our people. You know, we want to reach brand new people who have no idea what animal Reiki is and no idea what it could do and what it brings. Yep. Yeah. You know, I had a, um, I was trying to, it was World Animal Reiki Day, actually. I was um, working with Happily Ever After here, and, um, you know, we were trying to have this event, you know, at their place, which we did, and we had all of two people come, but, you know, at least we had a couple people come. Um, but, you know, they kept asking me, do you have a video? Do you have, because they wanted to put things on this, on social, you know, on their Facebook page and whatnot. And, you know, I, I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. You know, I, yeah, I could see... Yeah, we should have like a little two-minute marketing video. Yeah, I could see Gail you know talking about what the benefits yeah. are. Is, mm-hmm. is it Sue at Remus? I just remember her telling how, you know, she was skeptical at first, but then after, you know, people kept coming with Reiki and, you know, how now she's sold and, you know, I, the, their vet bills are lower and that kind of thing. I mean, just something to get interest because I, I kept telling them, oh, the purpose of the meeting is so I can share what this is about, but you can't even get people to come unless you have to, for the introduction, <laughs> unless you have yeah. something to, to entice them to come in. So, you know, things like that, you know, really playing up the, you know, maybe there's little posts we could create that we could, I don't know, I'm I'm brainstorming now, but um but I I think there's you know, just some things we can do like that. But you're right, I think the brainstorming and the doing the plan and the structure and all that is really the place to start. Well I think um, I think something easy that we can do right now, um so Kathleen and I both used um this little guy Chase who actually just did a video for Gail. And Chase can take hopefully maybe our, our PowerPoint that we used at the retreat that kind of showed where we were and what we were doing and all the different classes that we had taught. And maybe he can take that, all those photos, and then take the testimonials and put them in a video with music so that people can kind of see this is what we're about, this is what we do, you know, show the tigers, the different animals, the horses, the dogs, the cats, kind of like Gail's video, because people like those dodo type videos where it feels good and it shows all these really wonderful positive things that are happening. And I'm, maybe we could do something like that. And that would be quick and easy because it's already made. It's just putting right. it to music and putting more pictures in. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have yeah. a little button, we donate to Sarah right after it. Exactly. People, <laughs> and I don't even are, think we have that. I don't even think we have that on our Facebook, which we need to. Yeah, because people get so inspired, you need to catch them while they're in. It's like those advertisements you save on the Humane Society on TV. So they've just watched it, and then you make it super simple to go, oh, my gosh, I want to donate and boom to this while they're yeah. in. Yeah, I think we need an emotional marketing video. Yeah. It's short. Right. Short. Two minutes yep. or less. Short. Right. Yep. 
Um, well, I'll yep. um, on chat here from Allison. She said, just a thought, Rachel from Tulsa may have some suggestions for people who could help re-grants as a Sarah shelter. She would be happy. She would, I think she would be happy to advise. That's awesome. Um, so maybe, and yeah, we, maybe some, we can reach out to we her. We have some great before and afters from uh, India, like with mouse, that we could put um, the pictures of on the video, which are really, really profound. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, that'd be great because I'm like, geez, you have to have an intro to get them to come to an intro, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, oh, no, this is an uphill battle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I have to be away. Um, Allison also wrote, would adding a group insurance rate for practitioners to membership be an option? I had a couple of people ask about this. Um, as other organizations offer this. I think that that would work, but only um, country to country. Um, there's not really an, a world organization, you know, insurance organization rate. Um, <laughs> different organizations in different countries. Um, so that's something we could think about, but I don't know that it's, it's that would probably be a lot of footwork, and I'm not sure how much payback that would be. But I mean, yeah, I like the idea. Be, that could be down the road, but it does bring up things that maybe, I mean, we've talked about this with the credits you know, the educational credits and things. But we could kind of think of something that creates a benefit to them professionally. But I really feel like being a member of an organization that is worldwide and is professional is a huge benefit. And a lot of people who are sorry members say that. It's like it's so nice to be part of an organization that's professional and that we have such high ethics and values that Absolutely. we really need to to really focus on that as one of the number one benefits. You are part of an organization that is global and that is so professional and is the only one out there. Right. Yeah. And I think that we really need to work on that language for ourselves and, and really talk about those benefits. Because I think some of us, you know, you get kind of immune to it, right? You're a part of Sarah and it's like, yeah, I'm part of Sarah. But we forget that we're actually really special. And there's nobody out there like us. And people try to copy this, but they can't right. because the standards are so high. And the materials, thanks to Kathleen and all that she gives us, are such high quality. You will not find that anywhere. And like we no. said on the last meeting, the new materials she's coming out with, the new graphics that, you know, she may share with us, they're just outstanding. And so I think that that's something that we really need to focus on. This is stuff that you will not get from any other Reiki teacher. You will not get from any other Reiki organization. And we really need to, to somehow build that up and put that out there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to. Yep. It's just going to be a process, I think. Of. But I think, Kathy, thank you to everyone for being here today and to help us begin this process because there's a lot of strength in our um, group. and. Um, a lot of, I can hear a lot of passion and support for the work we're doing, and that's what's going to take us to the next level. And so I think, I think that Leah and I need to start with a little bit of structure um, to give out to you guys and then let you guys kind of go from there. And then hopefully by the next time we meet, we'll be um, one step or two steps ahead. <laughs> I, think, I think that's something that Kathleen and I can work on too in the interim is we can work on just a one-page business plan, not something really intense, just something where we can do like 
you know, our immediate needs, our wants, and our, you know, like our mm-hmm. gotta-haves, our wants, and, you know, if life were perfect kind of thing. And right. then kind of build out, like, this is our vision and what we're doing. And I think that this is really going to help. Not only is it going to help Sarah, but we're all business owners. I think it's going to help each of us in our own personal businesses too, which is also um, exciting, that we can mm-hmm. take all this knowledge that we're gaining together and take these general ideas and apply them to our own personal businesses. Here, here. Yep. <laughs> so, ladies, right, I well. have to go to, it's, I got to get making coffee. Um, so, thank you thank all you for all being here. So thank you so much, Kathleen, for all you do, for all you give. We, none of us would be here without you. You are so amazing. Oh, well. It's a partnership, Leah. You know you do just as much for Sarah as I do. No, no, I'm I'm the business one. I'm like, okay, people, let's move along. Move it along. Come on. We've got an hour here. Let's get going. Stop talking, Leah. (laughs) 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 Thanks, you guys. That was a great meeting. Okay. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Thank you, you, everyone. This was great. Thanks, Anne. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.